Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Be Here for a While. Today's episode of Be Here for a While is brought to you by Modern Fertility, Rate, and Everly Well. All amazing companies I'll tell you about later. Okay, I got a guest with me on the intro. I have an actual guest for the podcast, but my good friend Sabrina Danzel of the Keanu Reeves podcast fame uh, is staying with me for the next couple days. So I just thought, you know what? Instead of awkwardly making her sit in a corner of my living room, I just include her in the intro. Well, I record it. What? Hi, Sabrina. Hi. <laughs> Appreciate you for including me. Well, I kind of forced you to because. Uh, so we just we just had a very interesting experience at lunch. It was uh, yeah, it was interesting. Is probably the to say the least. Yeah. Uh, God, if you get a chance, if you're in LA, we're gonna explain it. Go down to Mexicali on Ventura Boulevard. It's a must see. It's a must see spectacle of a person who works there, who just. Just from, you know when just someone's vibe, like just from the get-go, it, it could have, nothing could have happened after that initial just smile, but I just kind of knew, oh, this is going to be a trippy ride. Immediately. When we walked in, it was like he lit up for a second and he was on. Yeah. And although, and I also don't even think he was supposed to seat us, right? Yeah. We walk in, the bartender's like, I'll be right with you, because maybe I think the bartender was handling tables or something. Right. Right? We, we didn't even go up to the bar. We were waiting where the host stand would be. Right. Bartender's like, I'll be right with you, and all of a sudden, right, coming around the corner. Spencer. Spencer. Spencer comes around the corner, face lights up, he's ready for us. God, just, he lit up like a Christmas tree, and it was like, this person is going to be like, either like a used cars, car salesman type, or like a... That's not what he was. No, he turned out to be more of a Chippendales, Thunder Down Under, like, we're pretty sure he was a dancer of some sort. 100%. The way he carried himself, the body type. The haircut. The haircut. So he's a, he's a handsome guy. Yeah. Yeah. So he comes around the corner and he's like, hey, we're like, hi, uh, it'll be three of us outside. And he's like, all right, cool. Goes to take us outside, seat, seats us. What was the first thing he said besides telling us his name about 7,000 yeah, times? Yeah, it was, I'm Spencer. Yeah, I'm Spencer. Uh, I'll be taking care of you. Yeah. And then the jokes started. The jokes came in, but they were very subtle the way he dropped them in. So he's like, uh, um, here's the menus. If you want, this is my recommendation for a margarita. I recommend the Slim. And he was kind of jazzy about the way Which he... Which was just a little insulting. You're telling us to have the Slim. Right, right. Just like, because you, you know... You, you think have, I can't have full sugar? Yeah, just because it was your leg day, sir. And you're exactly. just always on point with your body. Yeah. Doesn't mean we have to be. We are, we're not all high and tight, okay? Yeah, we're not. Um, so anyways, his recommendation. So he left us with a recommendation. And then he said he was going to be back with chips and salsa, which we were really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And he brings back said chips and salsa. And that was the first little quip that he dropped along with the chips and salsa. Mm-hmm. He said, coming in for a landing. <laughs> sets the chips and down. And sets the chips and salsa down. We were like, okay, cool. And it was kind of a, like a, did he just, did, did he just say coming that? Coming in for a landing without the chips? Okay. I don't know. Maybe he said, I don't know. Whatever. Maybe it was just one time. Right. Yeah. So then Kristen shows up, and now he's just like, yeah, three chicks, 
It's an awesome question. I'm Dodie, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Spencer. I got three chicks. And you know what? We're guessing that probably wasn't even his table. That he like went up to another server and was like, Kyle, I'm taking number three. Yeah. I yeah. got it. I, I got said it. I got it. I got it. It's my table. All right. Take a seat. Yeah. These ladies there. I got it. I can handle it. They need some Spencer time. Yeah. It's the, I can give it to them. It's my time to shine right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. So and, go ahead. And he would he would leave us at the table. It was definitely like one of those feelings of we're not in your normal section because he would abandon us yeah <laughs> for long periods of time but he was trying to kind of hold us hostage so we could be there longer right and he would appear out of nowhere anytime we even because we started now then talking about him and then all of a sudden he would just come around the corner and be like hey ladies it's spencer again yeah <laughs> we were like yeah we heard, yeah we know we heard you the first yeah. time so then he uh drops another thing on the table and says like one of our, another thing that we had ordered, sets it down and goes, dropping it like it's hot. Yeah, he comes. So that was with the with the check. Mm -hmm. But prior to that, he was getting you ordered a taco with chicken breast. He got, well, I said, yeah, I said, I said to him, I said, do you do you recommend the rotisserie chicken or the chicken breast? He goes, definitely breast. Go breast. <laughs> and then. Kristen ordered a, a piece of chicken breast for her dogs that she mm -hmm. brought so they could eat too. And, we, and he knew it was for the dogs, right. by the way. You don't need to ask the dogs how the breast is or ask us right. how the breast is for the dogs. Right. He, I mean, he could not have possibly said breast more times. And he never said chicken breast. No. It was just, just how's breast. the breast. Yeah. Do you got, want me to move the breast over a little bit so we can make more room here? Right. Yeah. It was, it was obnoxious. Yeah. And then when he come, finally comes with the check... He says, I'm just going to, again, so casual about mm -hmm. it. I'm just going to drop it like it's hot right here and drops the check down on the table. And at this point, I'm having an impossible time keeping my composure. <laughs> I just freaking straight up laugh right while he was there and he walked away. I couldn't even believe it. Like he was just letting it all go. And then we're like, Kristen, uh, jokingly, but we kept not though knowing, is he coming out? We don't know. Like, hopefully he can't hear us, but we couldn't even control it at this point. Like, we had to talk about him every time he walked away. Right. And then he he walks away and Kristen goes, does he think, what did she say? Does he think I'm going to fuck him or something? Oh, yeah. She made a joke about, you know, when he comes back, I should just say, Spencer, you, I, I really want to fuck you or something mm -hmm. along those lines. She didn't even get the sentence out of her mouth and, and he's he back at the table. Boom. Hey, Spencer's back. Yeah. <laughs> And so he, he ran all of our cards, cashed us all out, and he was dishing back our cards with our checks. And he goes, he gives Rachel's first, and he goes, Rachel. Delta Sky Miles. Delta Sky Miles. Sabrina. U.S. Bank. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's just trying to make everything sexy and cool. Sexy, and cool. Yeah, like, look yeah. at all these fun things I can say. Right. Like, we should hang out later. Right. And then, so we sign our checks. We're on our merry way. He tops the whole thing off, the whole experience with, and my name is Spencer, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, we got it. Got it. It reminded me of when I was just in Vegas. And that, listen, guys, that story might not be that interesting to you, but you, if you sat through this entire lunch and you were like, how do I not laugh when someone's saying, I'm just going to drop it like it's hot, setting right. down the check. Coming in for a landing Come with <laughs> chips and salsa. And you look like a Chippendales dancer. <laughs> I mean, the guy, it just like, he oh, couldn't, he was so he couldn't help himself. So when I, I was just in Vegas for shows that were super fun, by the way, I was there, um, did a show uh, two days ago, I guess. Uh, thank you for people that listen to my podcast that came out to the show. Uh, and also, I always forget to say this. Thank you, as always, for listening to the podcast, guys. I 
love it. I mean, it means more to me than you even know. I just, I just love you guys. And I love when you come to my shows. I love talking to you afterwards. Like, it's just the freaking best. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you get a chance, please subscribe, rate the podcast five stars, review, and um, tag me in your Insta story when you're listening to it. I'll repost it. I want to hear where you're listening or see it or whatever. So anyways, met some cool uh, podcast listeners in Vegas. Love you guys. But um, also in Vegas, so we had, we had these like kickoff pool party thing before our show. It was like this whole like, you know, we're doing like a, I guess maybe like a residency thing, sort of, whatever. Anyway, so we're at the pool and uh, it was like kind of, it was like a chill pool day, but we had our own like cabana thing. And all of a sudden this guy just rolls up on us, like just where he didn't even say anything. He just got so into my personal space. And I was like, oh, and we were in the middle of like taking a photo and he was not offering to help take the photo, by the way. He just came to like. He was just weaseling his way weaseling in. Weaseling his this. way in. And he was like, yeah, he's like, hey, just uh, I couldn't I could not come talk to you beautiful ladies. And then I, he's like, what are you here for? We're like, we're comedians. He goes, I thought for sure you were models. We were <laughs> like, nope. And then um, he goes, I said, I said, hi, I'm Rachel. Because I was like, just trying to be nice. And he goes, I'm foreplay. Oh. I was like, sorry, what? I was like, was that your God-given name? Wow. Foreplay? Foreplay is your name. That's, that's per- the birth certificate name? <laughs> yeah. Proceeded to then tell us that uh, he was an exotic dancer and uh, all this stuff. So he, uh, where was I going with that? He, oh, so then he, he then offers to finally take our photos. He starts ch- shooting from angles like he's a professional photographer, but like really bad, like taking it one from above. And then he was like, I got to go down like this and like do it. And I'm wow. like, you're just wasting our time, buddy. Right. Foreplay. He's, he's just trying to get himself in yeah. at any angle. You gotta, you know, if you, if you get a chance and you're in Vegas, you got to catch out foreplay show. I don't know what male review he's stripping for, but, uh, he's, he's well, out there. Yeah. I mean, and it he might be like, teaming up with Spencer. Right. I hope he's teaming up with Spencer. I don't see why he They'll at least have like the build up foreplay just... and then the big finish. How do you, how do you say hi, my name's foreplay and keep a straight face? I actually thought he was going to follow it up with like a, a hitting on joke, like I'm foreplay and then somebody, right. whatever. But Where's it was just like, it was just my name's foreplay. Solid beat. Pause. Just. Yeah. As if he said, hey, my name's Mike. <laughs> it's like, wow. Wow. Yeah, it's great. Wow. These characters. I just feel like we. I'm putting out a vibe where I hope to meet another person like this today because it's just so entertaining. Like when we go do something later, I think we might be gifted with another Spencer in our lives. I sure hope so. I really hope so. It's, you know, weird people are the gift that just keeps on giving. Oh, they're I so good. I love it. So I good. I love it. All right, so for my guest today. Oh, and by the way, I probably should not announce this because Sabrina and I are just starting it, but we are going to be starting uh, another podcast. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. So that's why she's here. And um, but I'm not going to tell you what it is yet because it's a whole it's a whole format. Yeah, we're working out some kinks. We're working out some fun things. Um, we're very excited to do it. And yeah, it's- not that I need another job or podcast, uh, but. <laughs> Hey, hey, what's one more? What's one more? What's you know? one more? What's one? Let's just corner Give them. the people what they want. Yeah, I'm just going to corner the whole market. There you Remember go. Like, Rachel, can you, we get it. You're, you, you like talking. Do you say no to anything? Yeah, no. Mm-mm. No. Can't possibly do it. Mm-mm. Oh, guys, official show dates. Uh, new ones before I introduce my guest. I will be in Philly now, officially, November 7th. Tickets will be up on rachelobriancomedy.com. I will be, in, that's at the Punchline Philly. And then straight after that, 
I go to, I think it's Wilmington, Delaware. I think that's what it's called. And uh, that's at the Queen. I keep wanting to call it the Crown, but I think it's the Queen something. But it's, it's associated with Punchline Philly. Regardless, the tickets will be up on my site, rachelbryancomedy.com. Can't wait to see you guys there. And yeah. All right. For my guest. Did I say November? November 7th yep. and November 8th. Okay. Yep. And it's two shows uh, in Delaware. Okay. Now for my guest. He's such a character. So hilarious. I I like... I. You can't even almost take him seriously when he's he's talking because he's just so German and so sweet and so adorable. I like loved getting to know him and meeting him. Super talented. So... Flula Borg is an actor, perhaps best known for his roles in Pitch Perfect 2, Silicon Valley, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Archer, The Good Place. He's also appeared on Conan, At Midnight, Workaholics. And he is a YouTube star uh, known for his series Autotunes, which received millions of views and features. He is an, also an accomplished musician. His single Sweet Potato Casserole reached number three on Billboard's Next Sound Chart. And he has a new, well, he just launched a new uh, single that just came out called Self Care Sunday. He's hilarious. And you may have seen him. I don't know if you guys watched the, when Conan goes abroad and does the whatever. He was the person that he brought with him in Berlin. And uh, yeah. So without further ado, Flula Borg. Flula Borg, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for letting me join you with this. (laughs) Yes. Okay, great. I love that right before the podcast, I was like, Flula Borg, is that how I say it? And you're like, that'll do. Yeah. Like, did I say it wrong? No, it was perfect. Is, I, yes. Is that a German thing to just kind of make people feel intimidated? You don't want to like totally make them feel comfortable? <laughs> no, this was very not intended. This is just, I'm an idiot. Yeah. No, you're not. You're not. Well, it's debatable. Okay. So where are you from in Germany? You mentioned it and I pretended to know what it was and then... Yeah, yeah. No, it's a very small town. It's like if you told me you were from Dingleberg, okay. uh, Rhode Island. I'm from Erlangen. Okay. It's close to Nuremberg. Okay. Yeah. How small of a town? It's in not 100,000, not 100, like 100,000 maybe. Oh, you that's know what? not that I'd, small. My let, town was 3,000 people. Where? In Oregon, where? where I went to high school, Warrenton, Oregon. Warrenton? Yeah, and then Astoria, the like neighboring town, was 10,000 people. I go to Astoria all the time. Have you been? No, you yeah, have not. Yeah, 15 times. Are you serious? Yes, I stay at the Commodore. Oh, that is an actual place there. Why do you go to Astoria? Because I love it. Well, that makes me happy. So it's, you know, that's where I'm from. Oh, it's my most favorite. Uh, I go, this is weird, but I go there all the time. How did you even find out about it? Uh, I liked Portland. Okay. Germany is like Oregon in the weather ways. Mm -hmm. So it has a little bit of sadness. Mm -hmm. And even the whole thing is a little sad. Oh, 100%. But this makes me... Lots of heroin there because of the sadness. Yeah. So I don't do this. No, neither do I. But Uh, it's very popular. The sadness is weird, but the sadness uh, makes me happy. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. A lot of people are like that, where like they love when it rains because it like... I don't know, it's somehow comforting. Maybe it's because it, you don't feel like you have to go outside and be productive. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love it. No, Fort George Brewery, where they make pizza. This is there. amazing. Yeah, yeah, I go I'm there like all thrilled. the time. Yeah, yeah, there's a co-op there I like to go, the Astoria Co-op, for delicious uh, gluten-free sandwiches that contain tuna. Oh, my God. Yeah. You like know, you know more about it than I do. Oh, I go to Astoria Community College Library. I hang out there. <laughs> I check out some books. <laughs> do you ever get recognized when you're there? Oh, yeah, but everybody does. Yeah. It's a small town. Well, you recognize, I know. Oh, it's Ray Raymond from the gas station. Well, yeah, we know everyone knows everyone there. Yeah. But you're not from there, so. Well, now I am. I go very many times. I, I feel like you've been there more than I have in the last probably several years. Well, people only know Goonies was shot there. I was going to say, it's what I figured you. Yeah. 
Well, we have a lot more than that. Kindergarten Cop was also shot there. Thank you. It was my first acting credit. Stop it. They cut my scene. They didn't know talent. I was no. in kindergarten when Kindergarten Cop was filmed, and that was my school. And so they like cast a few of us kids to like kind of be like featured extras, but they cut my scene. You were in Kindergarten Cop I almost. Uh, well, I got paid for it. You almost, did. yeah. Did you receive the what is it, like a SAG card or something for your work? I don't think so, but there was like a little fund that my parents put to the side. Like we, I th- yeah, I was a ch- I mean, I'm a child star. Thank God I missed the whole. Doing yes. drugs and being crazy. The thing. heroin piece. Yeah, the heroin yes. piece. Yes. yes. Yeah. That is wonderful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Very strange. Okay. That well, you I'm notice. very happy that you know Astoria. Yeah. Um. So, did you always know you wanted to be in entertainment when you were a kid? I think I did not have a choice. Yeah. Really? What do you well, mean? Well, as a child, I was like beatboxing in the closet. Uh-huh. Not like a <laughs> sexual. I mean, like a real closet in real beatboxing. Because you didn't want people to know. I was an only child with no, uh, you know, friends yet. Mm -hmm. And so I was just entertaining myself always. How old were you when you started beatboxing? Just like five. I find beatboxing to be fascinatingly difficult to do. How do you do it? I I just mess around, you know. Can you give me a little sample? I mean, I'm not good. You you just go bleed, blah, blue. I don't, is that beatboxing? Yeah, like a... Like this. That's actually pretty good. I mean, it's a C minus. Okay. <laughs> now people are very, very good. Yeah, they are. I yeah. don't know how they do it. I don't understand. Oh, yeah. So you didn't have a choice because that was just what you were doing. But did you know like, all right, this would, I'm going to be an actor. I moved to Hollywood. Oh, well, I, I know. I, I won a, a Hype Man contest <laughs> some years ago. Okay. And I didn't know what it was. But because I won this Hype Man contest on accident, mm-hmm. uh, I then moved to Los Angeles to become a Hype Man. Okay. Uh, but then, and then, so other jobs uh, happened. A hype man is like the sidekick in a rap group? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so like before a rap begins, uh-huh. a concert, there will often be a man or woman who's uh-huh. there that's like everybody in the house be excited. That's really fun. It's like a warm-up person before a TV show. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, so I did this, uh, and I, like I say, I won this contest, which I did not understand. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, oh, I should perhaps try to be me in America because in Germany I'm just one of the many million Germans. Yeah. You know, doing weird things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How old were you when that happened when you won the contest and then came here? This was uh ooh, 20, I don't 20 something. Okay. I mean, I was said I couldn't vote. Yeah. You know, and drink the bruises. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All the important things. Wait, wait. So, uh, when did you move to Los Angeles? Is this about me or you? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just I'm joking. Mo- <laughs> um, I moved here. I graduated college early. So I could move here. I graduated college in three years and moved here when I was 20. No, graduated when I was 20. I think by the time I was 21, I'd moved here. Yeah, 21. So you were a child star in Astoria. Everybody <laughs> knew your name. No. You were like ready for the action. <laughs> you have a star on the sidewalk of the Port Pier. I should fan. probably write a letter and see if we can make that happen. Uh, yeah. The, LA, the, the Oregon County Film Museum is yeah. the county jail of the Goonies. Yeah. It's right there. I got I to gotta talk to someone about that. Yeah, no, Clatsop County, sorry, yeah. Clatsop County. You know so much about where I'm from. This is incredible. Yeah, yeah, I love are you, it. Are you, do you have a star in your hometown? Uh, well, yeah, we have, uh, it's a man who invented the MP3. is mm-hmm. from Erlangen. Okay, yeah. I met you. Do you, or like, are you famous in your town? Oh, no, no, nobody knows. Really? That's yes. not true. It's very true. My mother knows. I mean, you're on Conan all the time. You're... Yeah, but Conan, uh, Germany, we, they know who Conan is a little bit, but no, I'm very much uh, incognito at home. It's very yeah. nice. Do, when you were growing up, do you guys watch a lot of American movies and TV? Yeah. So most of the television that I was watching was trans was uh, translated. So okay. like, you know, we have like, uh, the 
people that are the voices, they uh -huh. become, so those are the same voices. So as a child, Robert De Niro did not sound like, are you talking to me or what? Yeah. It's a German dude. I feel like that really German takes dude. you out of it. As a child, you know, you yeah. know, this is fake. What are we doing? Yeah. You know, <laughs> what are we doing? Can we make our own shows? Yeah. Is German television not great? It's good now. It's good now. Okay. I would say it's not so good before, but now we like Netflix has made some very dope shows. Mm -hmm. If you have seen Dork or, or Babylon Berlin. There's some, there is a German show that, that someone I just heard about talking about on a podcast and it's like really big. What, it, what was the first one you said? Dork, which is hard to say as a, as a German, D-A-R-K. Then that might, I think that might be the one. It is now two seasons. It has like, a, it's like if uh, Stranger Things was, was Dork. Yeah, I think that's the one people have been talking yeah, about. Okay. Okay, I need to I need to watch that. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Who knows? So you came here and you were a hype man first. Did you like actually make a living being a hype man? Yeah. So I was touring around America. Uh, I was hosting Battle of the Bands competitions, uh -huh. and then uh, then I was hired by a, a strange a billionaire whose creative director hired me to play Santa Claus at holiday parties. <laughs> uh, so I was like astronaut Santa, cowboy Santa, many all of the Santas. That's so funny. And then also I made, because I was making some YouTube videos just to show people what to what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And then those w helped me to get also more jobs. Okay. Yeah. You just, so you weren't even intentionally like trying to become like a YouTube star. You were just I, like. No, I don't understand this at all. It's very confusing. It's so funny. I feel like it sounds like a lot of things that you did were just like one thing led to another and then. Yeah, as they say, Seinfeld, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And now we are speaking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Did well, you... Well, go ahead. No, so wait. Okay, so you began as an actor as a child. I, but I wasn't. I mean, there was that was the only thing. There was no opportunities in my small town. I mean, I was like a dancer and stuff. It was a ballet and tap and all that. You did this? Yeah. And then when you went to school, were you studying entertainment things? No, my parents wouldn't let me move to LA unless I got a degree. So I just got a degree in political science because that was... All the athletes did that. And I was like, that's got to be easy. Yeah. Because they're doing it. Yeah, True. And so I did that and finished quickly and moved here. Where did you go to school? University of Oregon. Oh, okay. Did you yeah. go to college? Uh, yeah, I did. I did some exchanges everywhere. Okay. Uh, and including in America. So I did a little bit in North Carolina, uh, where Chapel Hill, uh -huh. the Tar Heels. You are with the Ducks, yeah, the Duckies. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I did something with Purdue, which is uh, in the Midwest. Yeah, In okay. Indiana, yeah, yeah. What was it like growing up? What, what did your parents do? And did they were they cool with you coming here? And they were confused. Uh, they are in teaching. They are in education mm -hmm. and in engineering. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm doing is not. I'm not doing these things. It's always very confusing for parents. I fully had to lie to my parents about when I moved here. What I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go down to LA for a job interview. I think it was an internship. It was probably not nothing. I even stayed at for more than a week. And then I flew down here, went to whatever interview it was, and then I was like. It looks like I have to start immediately, so I can't come back. Oops. So, damn. And then I just started pursuing acting and, like, had a waitressing job and all that. Wait, is was the job interview a real thing that you I told? think it was, but it might have just been an internship. I have no idea, but I think I lasted, like, a week. And your parents are not entertainers. No, they're, my dad owns a timber falling company. A timber falling? Like, fall? logging. Logging. The trees, yeah. Yeah, yeah, trees, mm -hmm. thank you. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sure there's a different term for it in Germany. No, what would a logger not. be called in Germany? Holzhauer? I don't know. Something weird. I don't do it, you yeah. know. Also, I can tell you now my German is terrible and my English is terrible. I'm in the purgatory of language. Oh, because you've just been here so yeah. long. So that... now everything is just a giant duty. <laughs> so sorry. It's, it's fine. So I'm at that age right now where all of my girlfriends are now just starting to realize like, 
oh, I need to plan if I'm planning on having a baby later in life. Like we've just been thinking about our careers and dating and getting into a relationship, but haven't really thought about planning for a baby much. And women are having children later in life, which is great because, you know, we have our careers and it's, it's exciting, but biology hasn't changed and we need the tools to understand the future of our fertility. So I was really excited when Modern Fertility uh, decided to support my podcast because I definitely had been starting to get curious. So if you want more information about your ability to get pregnant, you need Modern Fertility. Modern Fertility is a quick and easy hormone test. You can take it home. You know, whether you're thinking of trying for a baby now or you want to know your options for the future. I took the test at home. It was super easy, convenient. I just threw it in the mail. It did not hurt. And your results are delivered within 10 days and your personalized dashboard will give you insight into how many eggs you have, hormone levels, and any reproductive red flags. You can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse or use the timeline tool to plan ahead. The timeline tool is super cool. You can like slide it up and down if you think like, all right, I'm going to plan to advocate at 33. Like what are, what does this look like? And proactive testing through your doctor can cost over a thousand dollars. But with Modern Fertility, you can get the same information for just $159. It's amazing, super easy, and just knowledge is power. And right now, Modern Fertility is offering my listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash be here. That's $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash be here. That's modernfertility.com slash be here. So you're a musician, but I like, I feel like you do a lot of like funny joke music, right? That's I don't know. You know, I've decided I don't understand what I'm doing. I'm yeah. very clueless. And so I just make things mm-hmm. and then people can say anything they like about it. Yeah. As long as uh, they say a thing, I'm cool with it. Yeah. So, sure. But some people... I are- mean, like Self Care Sunday was really funny, but it also was really good music. I mean, it was... Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I try to like it if I make it, mm-hmm. you know. It's, I don't like to make, you know, a scheiße, mm-hmm. you know. So I work with some people who are making the music with me. So, yeah, I, I'm glad that you enjoyed it from that perspective. Yeah. So how, where did you get the inspiration for Self Care Sunday? Oh, I was realizing my friend was always applying lotion everywhere. And <laughs> it's like, why is the lotion? Like all the time? Everywhere, just, all the time. Just throughout the day, just pull out some lotion, make yes. people uncomfortable. Head, shoulder, knees and toes. Yeah. Knees okay. and toes and the nose, everything. And so I was like, what is the problem? It's and a very he, strange thing to do in public, too. I agree with you. Yeah. yeah this is a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Um, let me rewind it. We are not friends. This oh. was a stranger. Okay. And I go to a coffee shop in the morning to make to work. Uh-huh. And this person also comes. We are separate. Uh-huh. You know, separate. But you know, t- you know what I mean. But he was doing this every morning. So finally I asked, what are you doing? You know, this is mm-hmm. very weird and it smells strange. And he said, listen, it's very important to stay hydrated, your skin. And so wow. I started to research this. And then I started to research all of the self-cares. Yeah. The, the what was it? The saging and stuff in the saging, video? Saging, charcoal ginger in your, in your upstairs. I mean, everything. Do people actually do that? Yes. What? Yeah, I've tried. I tried all of the things. It's just, I feel like at a certain point, it's like, are we doing a little too much? Like yes. it's it's like it's like you're being so healthy, but now that becomes unhealthy. Like you seem crazy. I agree like, with you. Like just live. I'm an also. I do not know if you are. I'm very extreme with my structure, so mm-hmm. I was going very hardcore mm-hmm. with the self care and okay. going too deep. Okay. Do you have some self cares that you do? Yeah, but I'm a pretty like, you know, I I don't know, just like balanced person. I never get like super extreme on anything. Like, 
I work out, but like I would never go on like crazy fad diets or anything or I don't know. I don't I, I don't care enough about things. <laughs> do you do? I'm very, as you can see, like super, super white. Mm -hmm. Do you go and like you have looks like healthy skin. I look like someone that was in a science lab. <laughs> This is not months. healthy skin. I like I have my skin's like leather right now because I've had too much sun. You go into the sun. Yeah, it's not like I lay out, but I run outside a lot. Ah, and so and I just like being outside. Ah, but it's yeah. probably so bad for me though. Who knows? Yeah, but I don't do the spray tans or anything. You do not. No, I think oh, they smell. I have to do it. You do it? Well, if I like not if now, but TV appearances. Of course, if not, then they're like, why is he so sick? He, he always You're has not pneumonia. That Oh, you should see my, yes. Does he have AIDS? Is yeah, he okay? Yeah, look at my legs. If I show you my legs, you'd be like, yeah, he has a problem. Are there any really tan German people? Is yes. It, there yeah. are some extreme ones. Really? Because they are like so much always in the sun. And mm -hmm. then they are so dark. It's mm -hmm. not, you can say it's not healthy. Yeah. Because six months ago, they looked like me. Yeah. This is not good for your skin. The skin's not built no, for I this. No, that's... But that's what I'm saying. No, you, you don't want great, you don't want leather skin. But these are there are some very extremist. Yeah, uh, yeah. We have what are called Freibäder, so free swimming pools, uh -huh. which is outside pools. All the cities have them, uh -huh. and so there's always a nude section. Okay, and this everyone's just nude and very dark. Oh my god, Germany is so beautiful. I remember the so the first time I went, it was for the USO tour, and. Uh, We basically drove around in a tour bus that used to be Ozzy Osbourne's tour bus, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, from base to base. So I got to see a ton of the German countryside. And I just thought it was like the cleanest, most beautiful country. We went to Edelweiss. Is that, it's at the foot of the German Alps? Is that the town uh, or is that the base? Edelweiss. Edelweiss. Well, oh, it's a hotel Edelweiss? Yeah, This but it's a, it's a resting military base. Is it Garmisch? Was it Garmisch-Partenkirchen? No. Chiemsee, Berchtesgaden. These are military. They had like when was well, this? it was like a it, it is like a hotel because it's, it's considered like a resting base. Oh, this may be uh, this may be Garmisch, which is at the foot of the Alps. Yeah, I think I think you're Munich. right. That is what it is. Yeah. Um, and there was a hotel. I think they've. I know too many things about it, but mm -hmm. they have one hotel. I think called Hotel Edelweiss, yep. which is one central hotel. They used to have many small ones there. Yes, that's where we stayed. And oh, then nice. we found ourselves. We went to the only thing that was really close that we could walk to was, um, well, it was like a strip club, but I think it was just a front for a brothel because there was okay. just one pole and someone not really doing anything but then a guy would come around with a pit bull in there it was very terrifying with a and pit then, bull yeah it was to like scare people i think i don't know and then there was all these like little rooms it was this, this common practice this was Germany. not a pizza hut no this was like we wanted to go to a bar and it ended up being like a half strip club that i think was a brothel okay yeah, yeah. well i think our rules maybe are different with pit bulls and Stripping and <laughs> intercourse, but I don't know for sure. Okay. Yeah, I've that's, not read the. That's my great memory of. Wonderful. Germany. Yeah. Well, welcome to Germany. Tell you, yeah, tell your people thank you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so you did these USO tours, mm -hmm. and so you would go to the bases. Yeah. How was this? Comedy. So much fun. Do they like? They liked you yeah, guys. Yeah. Because it's they have nothing else to. I mean, they have stuff to do, but it's like when you go to a place like Kosovo, for example, and it's like a dry base. It's a base that's like they sleep in barracks, and it, they're excited to see live they're excited to see anything yes so yeah they're like the best audiences ever so you perform with them do you also in the nighttime go out with the soldiers and get a crunk yeah sometimes we had one experience where a soldier i don't think he was like allowed to leave the base because he had like a counselor with him because he had ptsd but she eventually let him come with us and we were like this is shit what are we gonna do yeah and he started crying it was oh, a whole no. thing yeah, yeah. Was, okay yeah but we had we did 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, we got to bring it back to you. I have so many more questions. Oh, no. Um, so you came, so when did you transition into acting? Oh, sorry. I didn't know where that question was going. <laughs> um, yeah, act, yeah. Well, I've all, as a child, I was an in, in actor and a musician always. Oh, really? Like your parents put you in like theater and... I put myself in it. Mm -hmm. I would I would write little plays, mm -hmm. little theater productions, and then perform them for no one. Um, I at the Deutsches Nationalmuseum. So there's a Germanic National Museum in Nuremberg. Mm -hmm. It's like one of our largest museums of German history. I I would sneak in and then dress in. I I would slide into the armor suit. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you say this? Like the suit where it's like very... The, the knights like yeah. that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I would wait when people are walking by and I would whisper weird things or say strange things or like <laughs> sing uh, Milli Vanilli songs and things. That, wow. Yeah, Milli Vanilli. Girl, you know it's true. Blame yeah. it on the rain. The classics. It's, it's weird to hear this coming from uh, what sounds like a seven-year-old inside a Lancelot suit. That is suit. hilarious. Did they yeah. eventually kick you out? Yes. Figure it out? Yes, I knocked it down the suit. Yeah. I'm sure that wasn't noticeable at all. I sprinted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So you were just always kind of performing. You were just... Yes. I, I very much. I think many people say it about performing. Like I am on one fifty percent very much performing, 50% very quiet, uh, wearing a jacket and working in the coffee shop next to lotion people. Yeah, lotion people. That is so creepy. You know, that is like a character in... What is the movie with the... Buffalo Bill or whatever he's like puts the lotion on like that's a very serial killer thing quiet, for that guy to quiet do. silent sheep yeah. quiet sheep be the be quiet Yo, uh, lambs. sounds of the lambs yep there it is <laughs> quiet sheep be quiet sheep something like this <laughs> that's the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever heard that's not yeah that doesn't sound as as sad or scary uh, that's funny anyways um where was it? You just distracted me. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you're very quiet sometimes and then very performative. I think yeah. that's like a lot of comedians are like that. More like, like this, right? Yeah, I'm say? not on all the time, ever, like really at all. I mean. You describe, if you had to describe yourself, would you say you are a comedian? Yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah I'm a professional. Like I tour. That's what I do for the podcast and that. But you so, also act. No. Yeah, but I just don't. I don't have, you know, I haven't booked anything recently, so I don't really. Well, no one yeah. knows this. Yeah, just well, now they do. No, they don't cut yeah. this part. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I yeah I'm an actor and a, and a writer and stuff. Oh, I love it. Yeah, do you do the writing as well? I do it. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, I do it. Yeah. Are you? Do you do stand up? I attempt this. I uh -huh. don't really understand comedy or anything like that, but I like to just like sit there and people are staring at me and I stare at them yeah. and then I say some things and then they stare at me some more. I feel like you definitely understand comedy. You're yeah. you are a comedian. I don't know about this. How did you get involved with like working with Conan then? This was an accident. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, I was I was inside a movie and somebody in the Conan team found the movie and said we should perhaps invite him to the show and they should uh, stare at each other's faces. And so <laughs> so we did that. That's really funny. What movie was it? It's called Buddy Moon. Uh -huh. It's like what happens if your honeymoon ends because your wife decides not to be with you. So then your best friend replaces your wife on the honeymoon. Oh, I need to see that. That's funny. Buddy Moon. I like that. Yeah. But you've like traveled time. with Conan. He went to, or he did the German. Tell yes. me about working with him. Very fun. Uh, he is taller than me, mm -hmm. uh, which is not so normal. It's mm -hmm. like Tim Robbins, Manute Bowl, Conan. And yeah. most people are not taller. Especially not here. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and he's very fun and crazy. He's also a little bit insane, mm -hmm. which I very much like, but yeah. also friendly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he admits to being insane on his podcast. And you can tell there's like a bit of... And his podcast is hilarious, by the oh, way. Oh, it's so great. Yeah. Uh, yes. You can tell there's a little bit of insanity. Oh. But he's he's so funny. Oh, it's wonderful. Yes. Yes, I totally agree. Is is he uh, actually treat his staff the way it seems like he does? 
like makes fun of him the whole time. Yes, but he knows it. They know it, and it's everybody understands. This mm-hmm. is the game we are playing, guys. Yeah, let's have a nice time. Yeah, but also he's like super friendly. But but to reinforce, yes, he's insane. Yeah. Yes. So when did you just like so you okay so you started becoming an actor here? Did you just start auditioning when you got here? Yeah, I did, and so this was going a little bit okay, mm-hmm. and then. I think what I really was helping was the internet. I was putting the YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. And so this was a reason that some people were like, we don't know if he's really, if he's an idiot or what. So mm-hmm. we should at least meet <laughs> with him. Yeah. And then some people have decided I am an idiot and some have not. You and don't that, seem like an idiot. Well, okay. You are on that side. <laughs> um, it's so funny. That is kind of how you have to do it nowadays where you're creating your own stuff and putting it up. Like it's not that most people don't just audition and, you know, I, I I do not do it. Mm-hmm. I, it doesn't happen so much for me. But yeah. I think somebody is doing it. It's not me. It's not. It sounds like you are in the I same mean, boat. I mean, I, I do. But I don't think. I know that that's not going to be like how my career, you know, gets bigger. Yeah. yeah. It's not this. Yeah. Well, it's nice that you are having. We are having control a little more. Yeah. Now. I mean, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that part. Like doing a podcast, super fun. And like being able to like make a living touring and doing stand-up is like the greatest thing I could ever ask for. Is there a city or a place where you are like, oh, like, so for me, this is another reason I love Oregon. Mm-hmm. When I go to, when I have a show, yeah. Portland is maybe the best, I've had the very best reaction. Really? And, and at, at kinship with the, with the people. Is there a place in America where you're like, oh, these dudes and ladies get it. Boston, maybe? I feel like I ah. always have really good shows there. And I just had a show in Seattle and that was really good. But that's oh, okay. also just kind of like my hometown. It's like three hours from there. Yeah. When you're doing shows, are you doing, is it, are they DJ sets? Yeah, sometimes it's a little DJs, a little bit uh, of telling stories mm-hmm. and then singing songs about the stories. And then I have uh, some terrible slideshows. <laughs> it's like a full like, on one man show. I want to see it. Yeah, it's all the things. Where, do you have one here anytime soon? No, but I will tell you. Okay. Yes. I'll follow the website. What a jazzy website you have, by oh, the way. Oh, thank you for yeah. making it sound jazzy. Well, it's it's one of the jazzier ones I've ever seen. There's 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 things, widgets, things, yeah, sparkles. Yeah. Oh, all the widgets and sparkles. <laughs> it looks like because it was coded in 1998 uh-huh. and I've decided don't update it. Yeah, I don't think you should. It no. looks like it was on purpose that you wanted it to look like that. Oh, great. Like that you're trying to be like vintage and... I like vintage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everything is too modern now. Why are we modern? Stop mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Stop and, it. Yeah. Slow down. <laughs> Guys, I am obsessed with dainty, classy gold jewelry. It just makes me feel really sexy. And I get so many compliments when I wear my Aurate jewelry. Aurate is fine jewelry made in New York City, founded by women for women. Pieces range from classic to statement to completely original. Aurate makes jewelry the way you've always wanted but could never find. Aurate's gold feels substantial and the diamonds sparkle and shine. They're such high quality and so, so beautiful because it's all real gold and you can wear it and you never have to take it off. I'd never, literally never take off my Aurate pieces. You can shower, sleep, cook, run, do whatever. And all Aurate pieces come with a lifetime warranty because they know it all lasts. I got a I got two. Well, I got one really cute tiny little ear cuff for the top of my ear, and then I got this other ear cuff that actually goes into your ear, but it looks like it's uh, it's just so cute. I was just at lunch with Kristen today. She's going to order one, and the compliments just keep coming. Aurate is ethically made in New York City, empowering women with the best jewelry options without sacrificing style. For every piece sold, a child in need also receives a book to further education, so they're doing good. 
All right was started by two friends doing brunch when one got that green finger thing from an overpriced ring, and it sparked a conversation about how they were fed up with the traditional jewelry market. You guys got to check out All right. Get, treat yourself. Get yourself a beautiful piece of jewelry. All right is looking to set the standard for women because they deserve the best. And I have an offer for you guys. For 15% off your first R8 purchase, go to r8newyork.com slash be here and use promo code be here. All right, that's 15% off your first R8 purchase. Go to r8newyork.com slash be here and use promo code be here. That's A-U-R-A-T-E-N-E-W. Y-O-R-K.com slash be here. B-E-H-E-R-E. What was your favorite movie you've worked on so far? That I have worked on? Yeah. Uh, this is difficult. Uh, I, okay, so right now in the moment, I was in uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks Road Chip. Oh. That was very fun. I got to be a man who was wearing a mask, and then I get to uh, scare other people for no reason. Uh-huh. That was fun. Well, I mean, you started doing that as a kid in yes, the armor suit. Yeah. Maybe this is why this it is, revived. You were channeling it yeah i know i any of the projects i can't it's like children you hate all of them or you love all of them yeah and i love all of them yeah i i recognize you from pitch perfect i yes did you like work, working on that very much mm-hmm. the snacks were the best snacks i've had in many years great and uh, the music was very tasty <laughs> and everyone was there. we can you we were playing a lot a lot of it we could just play so experimenting which was nice yeah so that was very fun okay yeah, i loved it what was the worst project you've worked on so far? Oh, my own project. <laughs> Which one? I have created a very large black hole of a feature film called Johnny Fist. Uh-huh. It's uh, the legend of a cowboy poet. I decided I would try to make a film. I would decided I would try to write, direct, edit, shoot, store in, score uh, an, an entire film. That's great. While I drive from Los Angeles to Park City, Utah in six days with a film crew. And this was four four years ago. Mm -hmm. And I'm still not finished with this film. It is a giant uh, duty pile and not fun. Do you think it's going to, once it's done, do you think it's going to be good? No. You Uh, don't know that. I do know it. I've seen it. Yeah. Do you know like the guns and roses? Well, at least you're not abandoning ship on it. No, no. I'm still working on this film. And I've put... We even made an Indiegogo campaign uh-huh. and raised like a little bit of money, but I've spent so many more dollars already. Yeah, it's like, have you seen uh, either heard of Guns and Roses? They were like, oh, we are having our new album, Chinese Democracy. It's uh-huh. gonna be great, and they say it for fifteen years. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then finally, they re- release it, and it's like, what? Yeah, what don't did? don't put so much hype into it. See, but you're not hyping it. Well, no, you're doing true. the opposite. Yes. So it's gonna be a big surprise, and it's gonna be great. Okay. I mean, I think it's a good PR strategy. What do you think, Shay? Good PR strategy? Okay. Shay. <laughs> Shout out Rogers and Cowan, Shay DeWall, hanging out with us. She's the greatest. Yeah. Um, okay. What is the best advice you were ever given in this business? Oh, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Okay. That's good. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this was the best advice. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're sad today? Nobody cares. Okay. Oh, it was rough for you to write this haiku? Nobody cares. Okay. Oh, cool. You were on the VH1 Hubbardy Bubs? Nobody cares. That's true. Yeah. The people mostly only care about themselves. Yes, nobody cares. There was uh, Barry Katz. He was, uh, I don't know if he's still managing comedy, but he told me on my podcast when he did it, he was a comedy manager, that he had a client that um, some big agency or something was going to see do stand-up, and he didn't do that well. And uh, he was so upset about it. And uh, uh, Barry was like, what a... He's like, they're never, no one's ever going to want to hire me or do anything again. And Barry said to him, um, what did you think about today? 
And he was like, myself? He goes, what do you think they're thinking about? He's like, themselves? He's like, they probably don't even remember. It's not yeah. that big of a deal. Well, I, I think of it, and I do forget it many mm -hmm. times, but if it's terrible, nobody cares. If it's great, nobody cares. So just keep making the things. Yeah, and, and we'll do it because you love it, not because you want accolades. Yeah, and mm -hmm. also nothing matters, but also everything matters a little bit, but mm -hmm. it's always only a little bit. Yeah. So just keep doing the things. If something was terrible, who cares? Yeah. There's like people you know in careers, they're like, oh, I made a doo-doo yeah. of a film. I am done. Those people then have more troubles, but then there are other people who are like, that's okay, I have 15 more of these. Yeah, totally, exactly. Yeah. And the people that, well, that's like also just like how you make it in this business is like you just keep going. Like the people that say like, oh, okay, I'm going to give it five years to make it. You're probably not going to make it then. Like that's like setting a timeline on it and like an expectation. Oh, yeah. Like you yeah. probably should just go I was, yeah, I was in a trombone class when I first moved here. Why? Well, I love trombones. Okay. And so it was 12 of us. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like toodling, toodling with everyone. Mm -hmm. And now five years later, who's still toodling? You. That's it. Yeah, you were committed to well, the brass yeah. section of the... Yeah, yeah. the low brass. If mm -hmm. you hang out and then everyone leaves. That's the secret of success. In the high school band, I, I think I did play the trombone for a hot second. I, I, I bounced around. I was in the percussion section, played okay, some pause. timpani drums. You, you think you did? I know I did, like for like yeah. a week. You, if you play trombone, you know it. Yeah, well, it wasn't great. That's okay. Then yeah. you definitely I also know played it. the flute. Was not great. Flute is difficult. Yeah, so is all of it. Well, trombone, you can make a sound. Yeah. I can teach anyone to make a sound. Flute, good luck with this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I still have my flute. Sometimes when my neighbors are being loud, I'll pull out my flute and just make annoying noises back at them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's fun. Hoodly mm -hmm. hoodly bop. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Nobody except for it just sounds like a screech. Like it's like, because I can't play it From anymore. From Safe by the Bell. Yeah. yeah. Got it. He comes over sometimes. He does. And Dustin then, Diamond just yeah. can't stop playing. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he get in trouble for something weird? Yeah, porn. It was porn, like child yeah. porn or just regular porn? I'm not certain. Okay. I think it's something We're starting illegal. a real bad rumor right now. Yes, he was in Garmish with that pit bull. Okay. Is what I think happened. Okay. There yeah. we go. All right. Um, so when you, do you consider yourself an actor or a musician? Like what is your, like, or are you just doing it all? Like what's, like I if like, someone was like, what do you do? What oh, would you say? Yeah, I have a very large difficulty. I like to make things. Mm -hmm. And so I have projects. Mm -hmm. So this is, well, I just look at the projects yeah. and, and make the projects. Yeah. So if it's a film or something, then if someone is like, you are in it now, then that is a new project for me. Uh -huh. Or if I make a film, then it is my project. I just need many projects occurring uh -huh. because as we know, like things some can take 10 years or two months mm -hmm. or a fortnight or a 10 seconds. So if you have 30 things, it's like a kitchen. Let's have all the foods going, but they are not always ready. They come out when the, as they are ready. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. that's that makes sense. Okay. Do you feel like you are like a bit of a workaholic? Like, do you feel like you always have to be working on something? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Same. I and you feel this way too. Yeah. Do you have? I, hours? I'm like, it's a, what makes me the happiest. Well, like, then do it. Yeah. Do you have like, oh, I'm like a Dolly Parton, nine to five. Then it's time for Mr. Belvedere shows. No, it's no <laughs> Mr. Belvedere shows. What's that? Have you known the show? It's a wonderful show. No. He's a butler from England. And he's there helping the normal family. They're like, oh, we need some help. And then he's like, I'm from England. Here, have a crumpet. <laughs> no, I do not know That's it. It's very good. We received, so I know many old shows because Germany, we received your TV shows, uh -huh. but they're old. 
Oh, so is Mr. Belvedere old? Well, I know the shows of a 75-year-old uh, person from St. Louis. Okay. Because my shows are like 30 years old. So you get them later, yes. the shows? Got yes. it. Got yeah. it. The Were 18. you a fan of Wonder Years as a kid? I liked it. Winnie. My favorite. Now I'm watching The West Wing. Have you seen this show? Mm -mm. Oh, it's very good. Leo yeah. McGarry. Oh, Toby Ziegler. Oh, I mean, it's I know wonderful. it was a popular show. It's very good. It's If you do not enjoy the current political climate, mm -hmm. watch The West Wing. It's like uh, taking an acid trip to a nice place. Okay. <laughs> okay. So on your podcast, uh, what is the name of it? Boom Time? Oh, Boom Time. Uh, well, tell me more about your podcast, and then I want you to do something for me that you do on your podcast. But uh, when did you start it? What's it about? Boom Time was launched and birthed approximately uh, 15 months ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, often my producer friend Alex Simmons is there to help to guide me. Because mm -hmm. if he's not there, I will sail off into the Bermuda parallelogram. And I was things. listening to one today where he was talking about someone he worked with named Len. And then you basically, that went to Of Mice and Men in your head. Oh, yes. Lenny the Rabbits. Yeah. Yeah. And then he breaks down. He, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it seems like he's just like, can you not do this yes. right now? Alex Simmons is like a 1952 Volkswagen rabbit. <laughs> like, if you are not totally perfect with this car, forget it. It's just leave it in the yard. And so I break him down many times. So we are many times trying to explore large questions of the earth. Uh -huh. And then also just having guests and making music. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really good. Oh, thank you. Does he actually get irritated with you? Or yes. is it just, oh, really? Oh, it is real. <laughs> yes, if you look into his eyes, you're like, this man, I think, hates me. And then he confirms it. So funny. Yeah. Have you guys ever struggled with, you know, not knowing why you feel a certain way and you're struggling to get health answers? I, I personally have experienced this many times in my life where I'm lacking energy and I just don't know what to do because you don't feel like you have control over your health because you don't have the answers. Well, that's where Everly Well comes in. Everly Well offers more than 35 at-home lab tests from food sensitivity, that's the one I ordered, to thyroid, to STD, and heart health tests. Each Everly Well collection kit comes with super easy to follow instructions. Uh, you collect your sample from home on your own time, and once you send your sample back, it is processed in a certified lab. Your, your results are reviewed by a board-certified physician, then they are sent directly to you digitally within just days. You can even share them with your healthcare provider. The Everly Well digital platform helps break down exactly what your results mean for you. So I know with specifically with the uh, food sensitivity test, they're then going to suggest an elimination diet afterwards so I know what it is that's causing me to be sluggish or tired. So if you want to start learning more about your health like I did, check out Everly Well at-home lab test today. And I have an offer for you guys. For 15% off an Everly Well at-home lab test, visit everlywell.com slash be here and enter code be here. That's everlywell.com slash be here and enter code be here for 15% off your test. Everlywell.com slash be here. That's E-V-E-R-L-Y-W-E-L-L.com slash be here, B-E-H-E-R-E for 15% off. Everlywell, at-home lab tests, your answers, your way. Okay, so you do a thing on your podcast where you teach him a German word or phrase. Oh, yes. Will you teach me one? Oh, right now? Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, uh, let's uh, start with a category. What would you like? An insult or uh, like a compliment or something cultural or something? What would you like? Um, or even a word that you know, but you would like, I would like to say this in German so people don't know. Let's start with an insult because I feel like it could sound real scary in German. Yeah, okay. So the long one would be uh, Leck mich am Arsch. Leck mich am Arsch. But we will shorten it because this is what we do. Just say Leck uh -huh. mich. Leck, mish? Yeah, and mish, if you can go 
Yeah. Like mich. Perfect. Yeah. It's difficult as an American to go. I'm just going to write it down. And yeah. what does it mean? It means lick me. Oh. Uh, but lick mich am Arsch means lick me directly on my anus. Uh -huh. And this is what we say. It's your like smooch my ass or it's something. It's great. I just feel like as a girl, I probably shouldn't be walking around saying lick me though. I just. Well, you would seems not. unsafe. You would say lick mich. <laughs> and then mich. people are like, what is that? Oh, they yeah. Will, there we go. Chris, it, uh, what do you need? Your lick shoes mich. are untied. What's ha what does this mean? Okay. You know? I like it. How about, um, how would I order a, a beer? That's very easy. Ein Bier bitte. Ein Bier bitte? Yeah, one beer please. Like that I didn't learn any German words when I was in Germany recently. You are busy on the tour bus. Yeah. Yeah, you are learning <laughs> was, other things. Yeah, okay. Say yeah. that one again. Ein Bier bitte. Bier bitte. And beer is beer. So mm -hmm. that's easy. Just like a bear is a bear. Mm -hmm. You know, bear, bear. Yeah, grizzly. It's a fine, same thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, give me a compliment one. Oh, uh, sie sind hübsch. Which is, oh, you are pretty, and it's a Seasoned hübsch. Hübsch. Oh, perfect. That was great. God, am I German? That was, yeah, I oh, believe so. Maybe. I yeah, think I'm yeah. too short to be German. What? No. I'm too short. Aren't they all Who, tall? The, no, the, dude, the dudes are too tall. Oh, okay. Everyone else is a normal height. Okay. The males have an issue. I don't know. It's a, it's a, a gene or something. It's kind of a lucky thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm. If you, really? Yeah, really. Yeah, Girls yeah. are never like, God, I wish she was short. He was so oh, short. Oh, so ladies, perhaps. Yeah. I just, I'm hitting my head on things in the airplane. It's very tiny. Yeah. Automobiles, if a bump occurs uh -huh. in the road, that's not like full philosophical or real and bump. And then, then yeah. bump, bump, then ouch. You sprained <laughs> your bump, neck. ouch. Yeah. <laughs> wait, say the compliment one again. Also, sie sind hübsch. Oh, wait. Sie sind? Sie sind hübsch. Yeah, it's perfect. Sie yeah. sind hübsch. Yeah, which I guess you would say to a lady. It's pretty. You are pretty. And it's a formal pretty. Sie, sie is like... Zau. Uh -huh. We have a, in Germany two things. We have informal and formal, okay. which I know other languages also have. But you guys just say you. Uh -huh. you know. um, okay, we're going to wrap it up soon. But okay. I want to know your favorite. If if I was to go back to Germany, where should I visit? Where should I go? Well, first, I must ask Also, you, what should I eat? Because eating is my favorite thing to do. Okay, well, we will begin with this. So I would recommend to you uh, Spätzle. Mm -hmm. Do you eat uh, meat? I eat everything. Okay, <laughs> I would go Spätzle mit Rouladen okay. and Rotkohl. And so Spätzle is a homemade noodles. Uh -huh. And then Rouladen is like a pounded a beef strip that has then been rolled. Yeah. And before it is rolled, inside is a little bit of bacon, a little bit of uh, pickle and some uh, uh, mustard. It sounds like heaven. Oh, it's so delicious. And there's a sauce that mm -hmm. occurs. And then also Rotkohl is red cabbage. But make certain who is making it. Mm -hmm. They put raisins in it and also apples. You, you want that in it? Yes. Okay. The apples will dissolve. Okay. They go away. But the raisins, they grow nice like a gummy bearchen, gummy bearchen in the microwave. Okay. Yeah. A gummy bear in the microwave? Have you done this? No. With the water? No. Oh, watch out. Is it good? No. Uh, no, I don't think, I, I don't it's, even like gummy bears. Oh, then don't do it. Yeah. Bouncing here and there and nowhere. Okay. Okay. Good. Wait, but you, uh, you were saying, what would you like? You have been to Germany. Yeah, but well, I, for my listeners, like what's, what's your favorite place to visit in Germany? Oh, I like uh, Heidelberg, uh -huh. uh, which is a very pretty town. But okay. do not go in the summer because all of the tourists are there, very okay. many tourists. And then I would say also, uh, Garmisch is pretty, where you went. Yeah, it's really pretty. Garmisch is nice, yeah. Okay. There's a Patnachklamm, which is a nice little gorge you can go watch. 
you know, the waters. Okay. I like that. I didn't personally love certain parts of Berlin. It bothered me that there were such pretty historic buildings with graffiti all over them. I was like, why are you doing this? Yeah, Berlin is crazy. It, um, yeah, it, it's interesting. Everybody I speak to is like, oh, you are the first American to be like, eh. Everyone else is like, oh, it's my favorite city in the That's world. That's what everyone says. I was like, for like two days, we were like, I don't quite get it. And then we happened upon the nicer part of town. Ah. And then I was like, okay, well, this is this is nice. It is very huge. Yeah. I mean, the city is very large. And it was for some time the largest uh, construction site in Europe. So mm-hmm. there are many new things with it. Yeah. But I am like, to me, Berlin is New York City. And so mm-hmm. I'm from Erlangen, which is like Topeka, Kansas. Yeah. So when you say Berlin, I think New York City. Oh, very large, very different from me. Yeah. You know, nice to visit. Yeah. You know, the techno is good. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's what it's like. People go to like clubs all night long. Yeah, Burgrein and I other places. I can't do that. I'm just... I like to perform these places. But yeah. to do it is very difficult on my ankles. Yeah. I... Do you have... How... Wait, how long do you have to perform when you're DJing in that? Well, you can... Uh, many hours. I couldn't do that. No, it's very difficult. Like how many? Like six hours? I have done eight before. Many people have done more. But like you, you need to one or two hours or then why are you there? You I know? couldn't do that. I know. Yeah. No, no. I, it's, I understand. How do they party for that long? Yeah, they go hard. Jesus. Yeah. Too much. Too structured. Much. Very structured with the partying and the working. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, what's next for you? And also, how can everyone find you? Oh, find me at, uh, just Google me, Flula, like mm-hmm. you have a flu in Los Angeles, F-L-U-L-A. <laughs> I'm doing many things. I have very many fun projects. Yeah. Uh, you And you will see those if you just follow me. Okay. I think that's a nice thing to What's next for you? What can your listeners expect? Oh, I'm working on a book. Stop it. Yeah, and I um, wrote a script that is now being rewritten, but I think it's going in the right direction, talking to, a, yeah probably going to get made okay not well on. i know it's going to no i don't i i'm putting it out there i like it yeah Wait. and just tour dates i just tour a lot may i ask you about your book or no uh no because i haven't talked about it yet no nope, but you can hear about it yeah yeah sorry but I'm... i'll give you a little hint it's about having a, a delusional sense of self-confidence in a positive way and teaching girls how to do that because even when i was a kid and i was like 200 pounds I wore a two-piece homecoming dress because I thought I was so pretty like I had oh, no idea nice. and so just live your life with two-piece homecoming dress confidence so two pieces yeah like I just I was you know showing a little action and I didn't what? know I didn't know I was like chubby I thought I was really attractive sorry which body part is action I don't just like your stomach like a two-piece oh, like a yeah, mm-hmm. midriff action mm-hmm. mm, yeah hot. yeah yeah uh, have you shared these photos yet uh my mom has them. I got to find them there. And my friend that I went with, uh, well, we had our dates, but I went with her. She basically looks like Christy Brinkley. And okay. I, and I thought we looked the same. You did. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is wonderful. Yeah. So it's about teaching like girls in like every aspect of like a career. Like, you know, you have to have a shitload of confidence to go into a male dominated career, like stand up comedy. And man, it's shit. Can we, is it shifting yet? Is it still? I don't all think, the dudes? I don't think that the whole like, women's and me too movie has really hit the comedy scene yet mm. i think we're, we're like the last one to pick that up it's crazy because if you ask me who are the funniest people right now mm-hmm. i don't i think of like kate mckinnon is my first oh, she's hilarious yeah she's but, ridiculous yeah yeah i like that it's not immediately oh another you know caucasian male man yeah. Not like a mailman who delivers yeah. letters. You know what I'm... Yeah, I know. they yeah. could do that on the side. It's not Cl- Cliff Claiborne from Cheers. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for doing this. You're awesome. Thank you very much. Thank Subscribe. Subs- yeah, are you shouting it out for me? Yes, of Just course. Subscribe, guys. Rate, yeah. review. Rate, right, review. Let's do this. Let's do it. Six stars. Bye.